0: to Doctrine and Devotion, a podcast that explores Christian faith and practice from a Reformed Baptist perspective. My name is Joe Thorne. I'm the lead pastor of Redeemer Fellowship in St. Charles, Illinois.
1: And I'm Jimmy Fowler, executive pastor at Redeemer
0: Fellowship. Why the pause? Why the slowdown?
1: Because you've been changing things up on the intro, so I was yeah, like, but I, I changed it up?
0: Okay, well, you ruined it. No, no, That's no, a, I, there's I a difference between with, change... No, 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 I,
1: the tempo, I changed the tempo, and, yeah, I, and you, I feel like
0: I drew the audience in. No, no, you, you're you, welcome. You dragged it out. You didn't draw them in. No, 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 There's no. a difference it, between dragging it out it and it, drawing no, them in. No, no, in. no, they
1: they do the same. No, they don't. In my experience, mm, really? Yeah, I, I, when I drag mm. it out, people are like, "Oh, I'm drawn in."
0: Really? I don't. Yeah, I don't. No, think, no, I've
1: heard it. I've heard pretty it. Pretty sure you've never I, heard that. Um, I've told myself, so I've heard. Okay, it. Okay, so you have heard it.
0: If you, that's probably the the most common way that. That we should be reassuring ourselves is by simply telling us the things that we like to hear. Yeah, I you know? do it all the time. Um, because you know, who else is going to say it? I, I, that's that's my problem. No one else. Everyone's so
1: selfish and self-centered that they don't think about me and tell me the things I'm doing well. Well, you know what, Jimmy? They they
0: need to be. I just want to say. Oh, oh yes. After thinking about it, huh? I really liked how you dragged, dragged that whole thing yeah, out.
1: Thank you, Joey. That you, you know what? that means a lot. Even that if means- it didn't draw people mm. in, maybe it did. Maybe it did. even if it didn't, doesn't matter. You know, Joey, I've been. Hating to admit this, but the way you've been changing up the intros really have been inspiring. Thank you, man. Yeah, appreciate that. Yeah, who gotcha. needs anybody else? We I mean, you, you don't need anybody. Exactly. We got each other. That exactly. You know. <laughs> I mean.
0: yeah. So, um, it's December. <laughs> it's just yes. It's Christmas time. Christmas time. Playing the Christmas music. Yeah. And uh, getting the holiday festivities underway. Mm-hmm. What do you want for Christmas, Jimmy? <sighs> I don't know. Yes, you do. No, I really don't. Oh, really? Uh, you don't have a wish list? No. You, have, you don't have a wish list on Amazon? No. Mm-hmm. I don't have a wish list. Is it, you don't have a wish list because you just buy whatever you want immediately, right? Yes. As soon as you want it? Yeah. I, every <laughs>
1: year, I get complaints from Michelle and her family Yeah. that they don't know what to get me, and I tell mm-hmm. them just cash. Yeah, cash is good. Cash is good. Cash is king. Yeah, cash is king because mm-hmm. I can go wherever I want or an Amazon card, and I'll right. get what I want. Mm-hmm. But yeah, typically, if I, if I see something... I just grab it.
0: The real question is, is what are you going to
1: get Steve McCoy? Steve McCoy? Yeah. We're going to get him for Christmas. I can't share that here. Why not? Cause he might hear it. He don't listen. I know, but others might tag him. Oh, that's true. I, yeah. I can't
0: share that. Okay. All right.
1: What is it? Uh, Joe, what would you like for Christmas?
0: I don't want anything. I want to be left alone. That's I, I, my Christmas present. Yeah. Leave me a, alone. Just leave you alone. So I don't give you alone. anything. I, don't. Nothing, nope. nothing at all. Nope. I all wouldn't right. expect anything from you.
1: What do you mean? I know you don't expect it. But, yeah. You know, no. People desire it. <laughs> yeah.
0: You know, like. No. No. I, no.
1: People love my gifts. I am amazing at gifts. I don't know about that.
0: What? Are you playing? What? You? You playing? I don't know. I don't know if you're amazing at gifts. I am. Okay. Well, that's you know, I, yeah, I that's am. your word. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I no, I'm no, going to okay. tell myself and make sure everybody
1: hears. You know. Yeah. I'm okay. pretty good. I'm all right. All right. You know.
0: Well, I mean, I know you. I know you are good with gifts for me. The gifts that you've got me are amazing. Yeah. But I don't know if that's universally true. Uh it's universally true. Yeah, you told me some of the things that uh Like what? Well uh Okay. Now, so early on in my marriage, no, I was horrible. No, 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 no. like you don't always put the desire of the gift oh, E. What? If you think if you think what I want for them is better than what they want for them. Then you will get them what you want for them. Yeah. Yes, because okay. They need yeah, to, yeah. First of all, mm-hmm. all right, all right, mm-hmm. all right.
1: Years ago, yeah. we're in New York, mm-hmm. and Michelle needs a coat. Yeah. Going to get a coat. Mm-hmm. And she's like, I want this black one. Mm-hmm. And I go, uh-uh, this rose gold right here, the one with the rose gold tee, lapel, in red, that's the one. That's the one. And she complained for like a half hour. And the lady at the at the till's like, no, no, no. No no no, you gotta go with you gotta go with this guy on this. Now, this Took different. A while. That's, that's different. That's different. That's ah, different. To this day, she if, admits. Okay, to first this day of all, she admits yeah.
0: I was wrong. You were right. That coat's beautiful. Rose gold is never the right answer to first any all, question. D- d- it yeah. is never oh, it,
1: it's more of a deep red, okay. but it has like a, this lapel thing. Like okay. Deep magnetic. red and
0: rose gold? No, no, no. Those are not the same Rose
1: gold magnets.
0: It has magnets in the dress.
1: Uh, it's not a dress. It's a coat. coat. And you wouldn't understand. Oh, my God. Because when we bought it, it actually wasn't released yet in London. And okay. the
0: following year, it was coat of the year. Continue. You said it was rose gold.
1: Yeah, the, the, the magneta part, but in okay. deep red. Okay, okay. so a deep, nice red deep red said,
0: that's fine. You said rose gold. I did say rose gold. Okay. at The magneta part. All right, whatever. Jimmy? I'm th- amazing. Just so you know. And yes,
1: I will stand by it. If I think what yes. I is better for you, I will do it. Because you don't know what you want, you know what you yeah. want. You don't know what you
0: need. I know what I want. I'm I, the hero. You that I'm the hero that you know you don't deserve. I don't know. Although you were the hero this week on uh, Instagram story. Hope our listeners saw that. Yeah, I saw that too. Mm-hmm. I'm having fun. All right, listen. Uh, if 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 we don't if we do too much talk, uh, Kosti Hinn gets his underwear on a bunch. So uh, too much <laughs> banter. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, what
1: did he say? Something.
0: <laughs> I don't know if he was referring to us, but Kosti's like. Uh, he's like, Hey, is there like a church planting podcast out there that doesn't have 10 minutes of banter on the front end? (laughs) And people are like, are you calling out doctrine and devotion? Uh, well, one, we're not a church planting podcast. No, we did. And that was right after we dropped uh, the episode on church planting. Ah, the day. Gotcha.
1: Gotcha. Yep.
0: Yeah. Well, sorry, Costi. Uh, maybe after you've been like, uh, you know, biblical for more than a minute. Then you can come back to us and talk about it, okay? I, I, I love you, bro. Yeah, you know, You're biblical now, but you've been that long for like how long? Like a stop, day and a half? sorry right, don't you come stop, back stop, and talk stop, to us, okay, after you've been around the block for a few times, son? <laughs>
1: See, Kasi, this is called, uh, and this is part of church planting and being a pastor, relationship. Mm-hmm. So that first 10 minutes was teaching you about relationship. Yeah. Did you
0: got to hang with your boy. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So what we're going to do is, is uh, we're going to get into the Baptist Catechism. Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm. And we're on question 16 now, Jimmy.
1: Here we go. Question. Did our first parents continue in the estate wherein they were created? Well, you know, uh,
0: Jimmy's parents didn't have an estate, oh, we had a uh, trailer. But he has an estate <laughs> and <had> his a- <laughs> kids look at Jimmy at their dad's estate. It's a, it's a totally thing, but I think we're talking about a different kind yeah, of yeah, estate. No, we had a trailer.
1: In Texas, in the yeah. little park there. Of course you did.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Now, how hot did it get in there when you were cooking meth? Stop. <laughs> Stop. Well, I have a trailer if you're not cooking Stop. meth. I'm asking. And it
1: was hot. <laughs> Answer. Our first parents, being left to the freedom of their own
0: will, fell from the estate wherein they were created by sinning against God. Mm-hmm. You see that in Genesis chapter 3. Uh, you read about it in Ecclesiastes chapter 7. Mm-hmm. Um, this is not a, a surprise. I, we, we know the story mm-hmm. that uh, Adam and Eve created in righteousness, um, entered into this uh, covenantal relationship with God at God's decree, and then uh, they broke that covenant. They did not continue. What's what's cool about this is that when you start to consider what actually happened and, and beyond like they disobeyed and the ate of the tree of the knowledge mm-hmm, of good mm-hmm. and evil, mm-hmm. like what actually spiritually transpired and what are the consequences of those actions? And this is where something like uh, Benjamin Bedham's exposition of the catechism is really helpful because he continues to ask probing questions and then pro- points you to some relevant scripture. So, Jimmy, mm-hmm. uh, the very first thing that you know badham brings up is is you know did man fall from that estate wherein he was created the answer is yes and of course he points to that ecclesiastes passage um but then he starts to dig a little bit deeper like did he fall from a state of knowledge
1: Mm. well yes ephesians 14 his understanding is darkened so man Mm -hmm. in his fallen state uh has a uh a misunderstanding, a darkness, a cloud, a mm. blindness, I yep. think, as, uh, uh, as Romans really kind of hits on there. Uh, there's
0: this blindness of of that true knowledge of God. Right. And so, you know, we, uh, you know, like I have a, I have, my knowledge has been darkened in terms of mathematics. Okay. Mm-hmm, like that's, mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. that's not a consequence of the fall. That's just because I'm not very smart. Yeah. yeah. Um, because. Well, it is
1: a consequence of the fall. No, I'm just done. No, no, no lazy.
0: No, not you didn't lazy. try for it. No, well, I didn't try. Cuz not put
1: the. Oh, so okay, lazy. Yeah, not, Did not put forth good effort. Did not want to do it to the glory
0: of God. Well, no, of course not. I, I was see. high. What are you talking about? I see, I didn't have the opportunity to take math until I was. Uh, after I was a Christian, I didn't have the opportunity. So you didn't have the opportunity to take math, but you just took the math. That's right. Now, I never did meth, even though I, my you teeth look like, that, looked like see it. See I did. You just, just call different. back and yeah, then math yeah. and meth. Yes. There's math a lot math. Math going on there. I thought, I thought there. it was good. I thought it was good. So, yeah. Our, like, and yes, your teeth do look like it. I have meth teeth. Meth mouth. Yeah. Meth mouth. Get to roll. They call me meth mouth because I don't brush. <laughs> you remember that? That'll Anyways. Um, so uh, our knowledge of God, our mm-hmm. knowledge of spiritual truth and reality has been darkened. Uh, the natural man, Paul says, does not understand spiritual things because they're spiritually yeah. discerned. And yeah. We have to be enlightened. Like we, the, the scales have to be taken off. Like all the metaphors are really helpful, which is why the revelation of God is important. But yeah. beyond that, we need the spirit of God to make sense of it. We've talked about mm. that in the past. So. We've, we've fallen from a state of knowledge and then he asks, well, have we fallen from a state of holiness? And that's an obvious yes, but what verse does he use? Well, again, he points to
1: Ephesians four, uh, that man has fallen. Uh, nature is alienated
0: from the life of mm-hmm. God. And that's because like you, when you fall from a state of holiness, you just think, oh, so I'm imperfect now I'm mm-hmm. corrupt, but it's in your relationship to God though you're alienated yeah. from god and from the life of god i mean he even talks about that we are enemies of god exactly i mean this is the the consequences of this are significant so you, we've fallen from a state of knowledge we've fallen uh from a state of holiness we've fallen from a state of freedom oh he points out uh john 8:34 he that committeth sin is the servant of sin and this is when jesus is talking to his disciples about them being slaves and they're like we're not slaves and he's like you're the slaves of sin. Mm. You are bound. Adam and Eve were not slaves to sin. They were free. Yeah. Truly free, properly yeah. free. Yeah, they yeah, they were latent flowers free. <laughs> Which is full full flowery freedom. <laughs> flower. Flowery freedom. So they um in their sin though, they wound up bound and captive and now all of us bo- are born into that state of slavery. And so we long for freedom. We mm-hmm. yearn for freedom. We mm-hmm. yearn for a freedom of the will that we don't have apart from the saving grace. So, then, yeah, of God.
1: what does that mean for us now? Then, as you talk about, like, because uh, I mean, within even the SBC, right? You've got uh, some that are more reformed. You got others that are traditionalists. And the the notion of "Am I really free?" is is something that we discuss and debate and go back and forth on. Um, so, when you say there, Joe, that we are bound and we're not we're yearning for that freedom of the will, can you expand
0: on that? Well, before our I was specifically referring to us uh before our conversion, so because there are different levels of freedom that we may or may not have uh based on where we're at um spiritually. So after the fall, uh we are bound in our wills. It, we have, we do not have the moral capability of pulling off any work that is actually righteous or good. Um, we are bound to say- Now, is that because of uh, a lack of faith? Well, it's because, I don't know, I wouldn't put it that way. I mean, yes, if there, there's no faith, and, but there's something else that is connected to that, that I think is deeper. Mm-hmm. So what I would say is you have- um, A sinful nature that is bound to sin, Uh, no one does good, our thoughts are only evil continually, all of that. So once we are born again, we are, in a sense, liberated and freed. And now we have a will that does desire, we have a heart, I should say, that does desire Mm. that Mm. which is good, does desire the glory of God. Mm. So now we've been freed from that state of bondage, but it's not... Perfect freedom because we're still, like Paul talks about in Romans 7, we're still connected to sin. We're still frustrated Yeah, there's that struggle, you know, yeah. uh,
1: going back and forth that
0: I, I don't do the things that I want to do yeah. kind of a thing, right? Yeah, and then I wind up doing those things that I don't that, want to that do. That I shouldn't <laughs> be doing. <laughs> so yeah, I think there, so yes, the Christian is more free than the non-Christian, but the Christian is still uh, harassed by or chained to mm. sin, mm. So we've been set free to, to move about, but there is still restriction and temptation and failure all around, mm. as Benham continues, uh, so we
1: said, you know, uh, the state of knowledge, this fall from the state of holiness, uh, state of freedom, and from a state of rest, yeah, yeah uh, isaiah fifty seven there is no peace, saith my God, to the wicked. I
0: love that he I love that he he brings this up. Mm -hmm, Because mm -hmm. the idea that because of your sin, like this is, this is part of our message to the world, right? Because of our sin, we can't have proper rest. Yeah. Now it's, it's not that we just need rest and aren't getting it. It's a, it's a specific kind of rest. It's a peace with God. Yeah. Yeah. It's that uh, uh, where there is no longer this enmity, Between us Mm. where, you know, we don't have the fear of judgment, the fear of condemnation. Um, We don't have peace with our maker, which does disturb the soul, which is why we do everything we can to either create another God in our own Mm -hmm. image that we are at peace with. Or we try to like numb ourselves or block out this sense of of a conscience uh, that's telling us that we are wrong and are going to be held accountable for it. The only way that we find peace with God is through Christ, which is why everybody should be reading that Dane Ortland book. Mm, mm-hmm. uh, what's it called? Mm, meek and lowly. Yep. Gentle and lowly. Gentle. Actually, I can never I just, Every remember. time you say meek,
1: I'm like, I just let you say yes. Gosh. <laughs> every time you look at like, what's the never. name? I, I just have to be like, no, I'm going to let you figure this out. I can never. Humble. gentle Gentle and 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 lowly we'll never remember every single time like humble and lowly
0: best book of the year maybe the best book of the decade stupid title man i can't get it (laughs) too many optional you know variants i need just like yeah keep it simple you should call it ortlandia that i would never forget ortlandia why would he because you know i don't know why his name is dane ortland i know but I, uh, you know, like uh, he's uh, taking uh, us into a state of grace so anyway it's a place we call that's
1: so why it's important you know you know reading the book gentle and lowly yeah
0: because it, in that you know he's talking about how listen jesus receives you he's the most approachable person in the universe because he loves sinners and receives but you see you can't have that kind of peace with god outside of christ so this think of the peace that Adam and Eve had with God right mm. they used to walk in the garden everything was great sin comes in wrecks it all the relationship is destroyed it's it's re- And they go hiding
1: they do when they hear him
0: yeah of course it's terrifying yeah yeah i'm
1: just saying that 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 yep. sense of peace yep. and rest Gone. and assurance Shattered. and and, and,
0: it, and it which means it's been replaced by fear mm. right by a war yep. Yep. right like you said enmity yep. with god so in christ we do have this which is again it just pushes us back to the gospel again and again um and related to that benjamin says we'll have um yeah, we, uh, the question is, did yeah. our first parents continue in the estate wherein they were created? Uh, and he says, well, they, they fell. So the one of the questions is, well, they fell from a state of communion with God. And he points out in Genesis 3a that Adam and so have hid themselves. So this this you know, the, the fact that there's no rest, meaning that there's no peace, meaning mm-hmm. that there now is hostility and war and fear, um, is reflected in how Adam and his wife responded, Adam and Eve, she does have an identity i know her identity uh, is not just why you, you, you doing i'm just saying i know people get sensitive you want people get triggered uh, you know what i mean i'm just mm-hmm. saying
1: mm-hmm. are we gonna start using the uh are you gonna start just saying they yeah, well, if,
0: if if they or or z or i don't know whatever if they but i don't know mm-hmm. yeah i don't know mm-hmm. what i'm gonna say Christ. nobody knows what i'm only god knows what i'm gonna only say. only god well, mm-hmm. yes yes so they they lost that that communion with god that we've been talking about which impacts the state of joy or happiness. Yeah. Right. Then for Benjamin to bring that out saying like, well, they actually fell from a state of happiness, a condition of joy where they enjoyed God and creation and each other. The reason that we all lack the, the desired amount of joy and happiness and pleasure in this world is not because like we're not made for it. It's not because the world wasn't created for it. It's because, it's the consequence of what we did in the garden, yeah. All those years ago, yeah.
1: It's there that we will find true joy, true happiness. Mm-hmm. Is in, you know, here is what I like uh, as as we're going uh, through this, and I know there is another, another couple questions, mm-hmm. but there is a progression here, yeah, right. Like there is that progression of once the fall happened, this this fall for the state of the knowledge of who God is and who He truly is, and the goodness of God in that, and there we fall for this this state of holiness. This freedom is lost. When we lose that freedom, we lose this peace, mm-hmm. this rest. When we lose that, we lose this communion with God in the state of happiness. Yep. Like there's this progression here of when we talk about uh, what does it truly mean to have joy, and what does it truly mean to be happy, and what does it truly mean to be content, and to find that uh, uh, sense of purpose, mm-hmm. right, uh, and assurance in our life. Well, it comes from our communion with God, having peace with our God, being. Uh, this understanding of we are uh, enslaved to him, Mm. not a slave to sin, right? Yep. Being holy unto him and knowing who he truly is.
0: I think this is why it's important. This is the exercise of theology. Yeah. That we're actually, you work through the Bible, you work through the ideas, you work through the truths. And so when I'm looking at this, it's like, did our first, because it's easy to look at this, did our first parents continue in the estate wherein they were created? Well, our first parents, parents being left to the freedom of their own will fell from the estate wherein they were created by sinning against God. And it's always to go like, okay, well, okay. So they, obviously they didn't continue. They stopped Mm -hmm. following the Lord. They sinned against God. Um, you, you have to press in now and begin to ask, well, what does that mean? What does it mean that they sinned against God? Didn't they sin against each other too? Well, yeah, they did. So, but why is it specifically sinning against God? Is it just because there is a command or is it because in all of our obedience, it is first and foremost directed to God by virtue of him being God and us being his mm, creatures. Mm-hmm. And then what are the consequences of that? And what does it look like? Yeah. And, and okay, so that happened to my parents, but I mean, do, do we continue in that kind of sin? You know, uh, and that's, that's one of the questions, right? And do all mankind imitate the sin of their first parents?
1: Yeah. yeah. They like Adam have transgressed the covenant.
0: From Hosea six. Yeah. Right. right. So we've, we've talked about that. And yet, and and then, you know, Benjamin ben goes on to say, well, did, did God foresee Adam's sin? And of, of course, course he did. I mean, because he, he knows all things, you know, he's, he, God doesn't have to guess. He doesn't have to, he doesn't have to put it together all of the potential variables and go, well, I think this is mm. most likely to happen. Mm, mm. Pretty sure. He's not. Yeah. 95% yeah. there. Yeah. <laughs> pretty, Jimmy, Jimmy's 95 to 98% sure of a lot of things. Yeah. Uh, and I like those odds. Yeah. Those are good odds. Those are good odds. Yeah. Uh, God doesn't deal in odds. No, no, no. I'll I'll take
1: those. The two to 5% of the time that I'm wrong. Right. Oh, it's spectacular. (laughs) I am, I am utterly ruined by how horrible of a mistake I made.
0: But again, I take those odds (laughs) every time. (laughs) So it's, it's interesting because, you know, God saw this coming. He's not the author of sin. Right, um, yep. he's just—he's right. He doesn't uh, tempt us to sin. He tests us under righteousness, uh, but he doesn't tempt us to sin. Um, he's not the the originator of sin. Uh, it sin really began uh, in the, the heart and the rebellion of Satan. We see it in the the works of of Adam and, and Eve, and in all of us. And so, what Bedham says here is that man's ruin comes from himself. Yeah. It can be a part of God's plan. It can be a part of his decree, as we've already discussed, and yet our sin is our own doing. Um and he even points to Hosea thirteen, O Israel, thou hast destroyed thyself. Right? You the 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 judgment that is coming from me upon you is on the account of your own doing. It's like I, I look at you know twenty twenty and you know what I've what I've suffered, what what all of you guys have suffered. Mm-hmm, we look mm-hmm. at like how, like all of the things that went wrong in our lives or that we brought upon ourselves in this year were bad. And then 2020 made it worse mm-hmm. because of what's going on here. And what I have to do is I have to look back and go, okay, for all of the things that have happened to me, it's helpful for me to recognize what I actually brought upon myself and what I'm responsible for. Yeah, Because by and large, I, th- I think that most of my Dissatisfaction and frustration probably comes from a lack of gratitude for God uh, and all that he has done for me that I tend to miss. The more focused we are on what God has done and what is giving us, and uh, the the more uh, acutely attuned we are to what we have done wrong in our lives, I think fits us for a life that begins to produce the fruit of joy and the joy of salvation, the joy that accompanies grace, because all of it stems from this perspective. That what we lost in the garden is restored to us in Christ.
1: Well, we'd love to hear your thoughts. You can follow us online on Instagram and Twitter at Doc and Devo or on Facebook slash Doctrine and Devotion. You can head to the website, DrVotion.com. They can contact us. You can sign up for the email blast, hit up the store, jofostore.com, and grab some gear. Fresh pot every Monday and Thursday. We got some blog posts and some video content. Later.